bullshit, it's all just dumb gay politics. America's gotten kinda whack, but we're not gonna let it go down like that, cause we got a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. We probably don't have all the facts, but we got opinions and we'll probably backtrack. That's why it's a dumb gay podcast, a dumb gay political podcast. Ooh, it's all shit, it's all shit. It's all shit. It's all shit. I mean, are we gonna die? I don't know. I, I, you're extreme. I am extreme. It's all shit. Uh uh. This shit is bananas. B A N A N A S. This shit is Trumpanas. T R U M P A N A N A S. What? I don't know. I don't even know. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Welcome to Dumb Gay Politics. I'm Julie. And I'm Brandy. And this is the podcast where we talk about politics like we're talking about reality TV. Happy Memorial Day, <laughs> meow meow. Have Memorial Day. <laughs> Have Memorial Day <laughs> to you, too. Have Memorial Day. Yeah, everybody else was drunk at a barbecue on Memorial Day, mm-hmm. and we were drunk here. That's right. our job with no salary. That's correct. I will never forget this Memorial Day. A guy um, here had a barbecue with all his fucking friends and his kids, and they were running in the hallway and banging and banging and banging and yelling and smoking pot and drinking, and I was going to lose my mind, okay? (laughs) People having fun on holidays is annoying, guys. Don't do it under my window. (laughs) Do it in your own window, okay? Yeah. Neighbors, neighbors. I mean, like... They do this thing in my neighborhood because I live in Burbank and they do this thing called burb stock (laughs) and they'll put and it's like I don't know if it's a citywide sanctioned thing but it's the most tragic bands you know that you know that cartoon where the guys it's 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 not a cartoon it's a commercial of cartoons and the guys sing how does it go it's like cars something like check your pc at the door tonight because we're gonna do it right something like that something like that something like and they do a cars one too cars for cash cars for cash give me your cash and i'll give you a I mean, that's something like that. Pretty much that band. And it's like four (laughs) middle aged guys on a rug in somebody's house. With long hair. And I swear to you, they start Burbstock. Whenever I see the commercial, I think, oh, is that the band from Burbstock who makes this commercial with the cartoons? (laughs) Ugh. I mean. And and they'll mm. put notices on everyone's door. And I don't know if it's like at the park behind my house or if it's at someone's house behind my house. But Nacho, go. (laughs) But it's, um, it's. He wants to sit with you. I know, but I want him to sit <laughs> not to with me. <laughs> so annoying. You do this every time. So, um, okay, well, we got some emails via the Patreon. Yeah, yeah meow. Mm-hmm. Um, because when our Patreon members make <clears throat> comments on our Patreon page, yes, it comes into our email. Right. So, someone from, um, no, Megan Kyla. Mm-hmm. S- sent us an email um, and said, I stumbled to my bed in my usual five ninety nine <laughs> wine drunken haze and passed out. Feel you, Megan, Kyla, Kyla. Julie and Brandy came to me in my dreams asking oh. me, why haven't I joined the Patreon? And asking me, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> Touche, my dear Julie and Brandy. Touche. Glad I'm finally here. And you know, oh. what the, you know what the next email was? Her what? pledging a dollar. Oh, a that's fucking awesome. Yeah. 
So I know that me sitting here browbeating everyone and bugging, <laughs> professionally bugging on at the beginning of this podcast yeah. every single week, it gets people like Megan, the second they get drunk, <laughs> their subconscious is basically us also drunk going, excuse me, we need your money, Megan. We need your dollar a week. That dollar may, was uh, is what's allowing me to pay off my credit card debt this month. Have you been able to chip away at no. any debt? No. No. Nope. It's what's allowing you to pay your rent. Getting more. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's helping you pay your present bills. It's helping That's you right. live month to month. That's right. It's helping me live month to month. So thank you, Megan, That's going to be the name of oh. your next stand-up special. Month to month? Yeah. Living month to month? Yeah. Uh-huh. Good one. Yep. Um, so now all the animals are in here. And Julie's going to be happy, <laughs> happily put them all on the table. <laughs> where our champagne glasses are so delicately ready to be knocked over. Yeah. Um, okay, Meow Meow. So read the um, one from K Tiv. Okay. People call me B Ho sometimes. So I'm wondering if K Tiv's name is like. Uh, her name is like Catherine Tivner. And they call her K Tiv. I love when we find things out about each other <laughs> that we never knew before. I don't think I've ever heard anyone call you B Ho. Richard Wofford calls B-ho. me B Ho. Mm-hmm, all the time. Like J Lo. <laughs> Always calls me B Ho. Always. I've heard that. Yeah. Well, well, K Tiv, I think her name is Catherine Tivner or Kelly uh, Tivier. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Tivier. This is from Kelly Tivier. <laughs> so I've already posted this on the FB page because I'm too lazy to look up my Patreon password. But since I've now learned you get a personal email for each post, I'm reposting here. I'm also too impatient to try to find the correct episode to attach this to and I'm at work so it's going right here because I love you ladies points for me and I care about your well-being before you go to any national parks watch missing 411 google it at least you'll stay home I have to also make some full confessions here clearly I'm as old as the hills like probably close close to your mom's ages because I have a really hard time with pw passwords oh and working this patreon thingy And I get bothered by your drug usage. Do you really do that? On the bright side, I'm a diehard liberal who always finds herself among a bunch of pretentious conservatives. I'm married to a Putin lookalike. I'm concerned about animal welfare and would love to be a vegetarian, but my husband eats meat. He's a loads engineer, by the way. (laughs) Not even kidding. Um, By the way, I had to look up loads engineer and got into a loads K-hole. I'm passionate about gun control. I believe in the benefits of medical marijuana. I'm an atheist who works at a Catholic school. And I'm a huge fan of you both. So there's that. K Tiv. Wow. Apparently she's Pam and Phyllis's age. Wow. And she's um she's a Patreon member, guys, and listens to Dumb Gay Politics. So you know what? You're never too old to be a Patreon member. K Tiv, I mean, I can't imagine Pam being I mean, I forced her to do it. And I forced her to do more than a dollar. I'm like, Mom, this is the way you can give me money. Yeah. That's right. Stop. I, I know. Stop. You know what? I can't stop. You know what, Kay? You can't. Don't say you, the word loads you in wrote, my face. I you can't You wrote stop loads it. engineer, and I know you wrote it for Julie, and I read that your 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 comment first, and then I knew, and I had Julie read it out loud to me, and the bitch, when I tell you she died, like, not just this giggle she's doing now, she was dying laughing so hard over loads engineer and couldn't stop, and I was like, wow, Kay Tib really nailed that one. I mean, she had this bitch pegged from oh minute one. Oh my God, I can't take it. Well, I love that. I love that she just needed to... Sh- I love how just like, I'm going to put it here. I'm at work. Deal with it. And it turns out I she's at work at a Catholic school. I love it. <laughs> and she's an atheist. I mean, she's doing everything right. That's probably why she uses used this shortened version of her name. <laughs> probably. She doesn't want them to know 
you know, that it's her. Yeah, no, that was a delightful, delightful, delightful email. Delightful. That was delightful. And I am glad that me hammering in that when they make comments, we get it in our emails and this proves it. Yeah. And um, so please, if you want to be like (laughs) K-Tiv or like Megan Kyla, I mean, you can wait and you can drink a cheap bottle of wine and end up having us come to in your dream, but Mm. you might be disturbed. And I know this. (laughs) I never liked George Clooney. And the whole time he was on ER, and even when he did One Fine Day, I don't like Caesar cuts. <laughs> I wasn't ever feeling it at all. And I was like, what is the deal with him? And um, then I ended up having this, I got drunk, threw up by the side. Mom, you recall, in, in college, I was um, visiting home. I went out with my best friend, Chris, and we got drunk, and I would throw up by the side of the day bed I would sleep in that had been moved into my room. God. And my mom would be in there in the morning, like, cleaning up the vom. And... Ew. During my drunken haze, I had this dream of that George Clooney and me like kicked it. And we didn't even like, it was nothing oh. sexual. It was like, I think this might have been the, around the time that he did Batman, which was also very tragic. Oh, yes, yes. And ever since I had the dream, and by the way, and people who've listened to us on Johnny's podcast know, I had the same situation with Obama. And once you have a dream about someone, you suddenly think they're really friends with you or something. It's like mm-hmm. you have a more of a personal relationship than you did before and it was like all of a sudden since I had this dream about George Clooney I felt this strange connection to him that he then didn't feel because obviously that didn't ever happen but and the same thing happened with Obama I had this like very vivid dream about Obama and then it was like and I already loved him but then I was like oh we're obviously homies like we're hmm. we're 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 spiritual like homies in the, yeah, in the stars connected sorry we're yeah. connected yeah in the stars connection yeah and he might not understand. He's like, what's this pull? I don't know. Someday I'll know. <laughs> Why do I keep wanting to go to Palm Springs? What's there for me? What's there for me? Um, so, yeah. I don't know why did I tell that story. Oh, because if you wait. she had a dream. Yeah. And then she if needed you wait, to do so, the Patreon. So we come to you in the dream. You could be fucked and you probably pledge $5. <sighs> I don't think I've ever had a dream like that before. You haven't? No. You've never just had a dream about like an innocuous person. Like. Not like that. If I have, oh, they're either they're, they're trying to kill me or yeah. they're torturing me. Yeah, no, I don't just have bad dreams. I just have weird ones. And I like mm-hmm. when people be like, I was running through a corridor and then, and I'm like, I don't even understand where I was. Like I was in some made up right. world with made up rules. Yeah. Doing no, a made up true. job. Right. No, that definitely for sure happens. But then I'll wake up and I'll be like, I don't know, the bunk beds were underwater and I was trying to get from into the room and then the door closed and it became a machete and I don't know what happened. And then I'm trying to be raped. I mean, it was horrible. Trying to be raped? That means you watch too many video games. Um, let's get to Eye of the Shit Storm. You take some shit, put it up on the wall, check it out for a while. You take that shit up off of the wall, put it down on the floor in a glass bowl. You take some fuck, put it up on the wall where the shit used to be. Okay, so this week the eye of the shitstorm was filled with North Korean duties. Oh. Yeah, with some Chinese shit thrown in there for some spice. Yeah. Before... Before Trump took a big shit on all of it. So we've got Korean duties and Chinese tours and Trump duties. Trump deuces. Just all mixed together in the toilet. Okay, well, let's do a recap, shall we? We shall. 
So on May 10th, Trump announced that there was going to be a historic meeting between him and Kim. Him and Kim? <laughs> Kim? Close your legs to married men. Kim Jong-un. <laughs> oh, coming with a hundred-year-old housewives mm. quotes. We don't even have any new ones. There's no. probably so many new ones God now. God only knows. I don't know. June 12th in Singapore. That's when the meeting right. between him and Kim was going right. to be. Right. The meeting was going to be about denuclearizing the Korean Peninsula. That means that North Korea stops making and testing nuclear weapons. And the U.S., which has troops stationed in South Korea, stops their shit on the Korean Peninsula, too. Got it? Got it. Okay. But on May 15th, the U.S. went through with, like, a planned military drill in South Korea. So this pissed Kim Jong-un right the fuck off, okay? So he canceled the meeting. The meeting, again, supposed to be June 12th in Singapore with Trump. He made an official statement through the North Korean press saying that the United States was pressuring North Korea to give up nuclear power from one side, like as in we don't want to do it, but we want them to do it. Right. And then he called National Security Advisor John Bolton repub- repugnant, which true. I find it. Uh, I find it. A, uh, he is repugnant. an effective saying. Yes. He, he is <laughs> repugnant. And I'm sure everyone heard it and went. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm who could disagree. He with- probably heard it himself and said, you're not wrong there, bud. <laughs> yeah. There, uh, there. You can't disagree when something is a fact. So, you know what I mean? So then on Thursday, the world's biggest hypocrite asshole, Vice President Mike Pence, went on Fox News and spouted out vague threats of retaliation, to which North Korea made another official statement calling Mike Pence a political dummy. Also true. Very true. These are just both facts. I like political dummy. I wonder how you say that in Korean. Um, Okay, so that same day, a bunch of journalists from all over the world, including the U.S., were flown to North Korea and then bussed out to one of their, like, nuclear testing areas. And then they were, like, loaded into these, like, bleachers, which I guess are put there so that people can watch them test off their their bombs. Mm -hmm. So even though North Korea had canceled the, the planning of the meeting, they destroyed the nuclear testing site in front of the journalists like that was like a planned thing they were like we're gonna show right. that we're gonna destroy our testing right. site so they went ahead and did it anyway even though it looked like the meeting was off you know what i mean yep so everyone was like huh that's confusing why go ahead and destroy the thing but then dun, 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 in the middle of the destroying with all the journalists like sitting ducks Trump releases a signed letter to Kim Jong-un officially calling off the meeting on his end. The letter said, quote, based on the tremendous anger and open hostility displayed in your most recent statement, I feel it is inappropriate at this time to have this long planned meeting. If you change your mind having to do with this most important summit, please do not hesitate to call me or write. (laughs) Right. Is he going to have a fucking like I mean, what? carrier pigeon deliver like, the, the note? Oh, I got a letter. Let me open it with my letter opener. Ooh, I love it. It's, like, it's on scented stationery. <laughs> um, okay, so then on Friday, North Korea releases this statement. We would like to make it known to the U.S. side once again that we have the intent to sit with the U.S. side to solve the problem regarding regardless of ways at any time none of that made any sense but whatever they say they're still down is basically it and he's just like okay I'm sure trump is dumbfounded like bitch i called off the wedding i'm the wedding i called <laughs> off the wedding between me and kim so that same day kim jong-un had a meeting with the south korean president which is president moon and showed that he was down for whatever down for whatever yeah, and that's where they hugged and held hands, right? right? And they, like, held each other, and he was, like, looked like a little baby. Yeah. And, 
Like it was, they literally held hands like they're walking, holding hands. Then on Saturday, Trump announces that the meeting is back on for June 12th in Singapore. And on Sunday, he tweeted, our United States team has arrived in North Korea to make arrangements for the summit between Kim Jong-un and myself. I truly believe North Korea has brilliant potential and will be a great economic and financial nation one day. Kim Jong-un agrees with me on this. It will happen. I mean, he'll do it just for the photo op, for sure. Uh, Yes. He needs and wants to do something that he said that no one else has ever done. He wants a legacy. And it's fake. It's bullshit. Every fucking conservative, Obama said he, like, when he was running in, 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 like, 2007, he said he wanted to, like, meet with all the, like, Cuba. Yeah. Every single, like, communist nation. And they were, the conservatives went in on him so hard and said, like, We don't meet with him. Yeah, you're going to legitimize. You make these people feel like they're, they matter. They don't matter. They're not players. You're doing the wrong thing. They all pressured. They wouldn't let Obama do it, criticizing him for fucking eight years. And now this motherfucker decides he's going to roll over there. And everyone's, like, up his nuts acting like it's cool. And it's like, he's not going to. Do you think that was Kim Jong-un's only nuclear testing no well they um andrea mitchell herself was saying like they've got shit under mountains we know that they, there's shit that we'll never be able to know they have there the a the terrain there is like you know mountainous yeah. and yeah. caves and fucking yeah. god knows what and they don't there's they're, they're he's gonna hide whatever he's and gonna he, hide he didn't uh, trump get out of the I- iran deal <clears throat> because he said we can't, even though it seemed like it was fine, like they had stopped there. Right. He said, well, we can't guarantee that they've stopped. And it's like, are you going to be able to guarantee you've done anything with North Korea? No, it's all just fake. All fake. For it's, his fucking legacy. Yes. And he thinks that he's going to get some Nobel Peace Prize. <laughs> like the, I mean, I guess if South Korea, North Korea can make some kind of peace, that would be good. But that's got nothing to do with Trump. And we're not going to take our, I think it would be ridiculous to take our troops off of South Korea, out of South Korea, and because he's destroyed one thing. It's like, no, absolutely not. Let's all just, that's, they're saying that they want him to just do a freeze. Like, let's all just freeze. Like, our military won't do anything, and then all them, what are they going to be doing, raping? There's nothing else to do there. Yeah, what are they going to (sighs) do? What are they doing there anyway? They're just standing there. They keep doing (laughs) drills. Yeah, they're standing there guarding. They're like, you want to fuck with us? We're going to come in the, yeah. So continue guarding and then and raping right. probably and then um right. and then right. they freeze that what they're doing and and by the way at a certain point I mean Obama should have just done it because he knew he wanted to but it's mm-hmm. like they do need to be legitimized because they do have nuclear weapons and we are scared of them and right. and we are in a fight with them so. and also wouldn't you say that for every country's leader even if they're there's so many oppressive horrible regimes like maybe if you start talking to them you can start. Helping rather than ignoring. My retinol regimen is oppressive and horrid. It makes my skin peel off. I mean, I just think like um, communication is better than not communication. And maybe it can help. Of course, we all like the Bernie Sanders clip we played. Like, I'm ready to just take a completely like 180 from like what we've done in the past. Just try something else. You know what I mean? Like, and, and to sit there and pretend he's not legitimate when he is, by the way, it's like, you don't want to get in a fight with him. He he has nuclear weapons. He's it's, he's obviously a player or whatever because of where where that country is positioned with fucking China. Everyone's he's part of it. So yeah. why are you going to pretend he's not part of it? Right, it's like, OK, like when you try to make Luann a fucking, you know, not a cast member, you try to make her a friend right. and she's like, bitch, right, I'm a housewife. OK, right, right. I'm a housewife. So you can try to do right. this to me for a season and then I'm going to say fucking I not really. And then I'm back on. Yeah. I think if someone rules an entire country that they're legitimate. 
and some maybe not good and terrible. Maybe they but think of they're it on there. Superpower terms. Well, it's definitely not helping that that Kim Jong Un um, looks cute now. <laughs> and I don't know. You said it was because he lost weight. Why he? I think he softened his hair too. <laughs> he looks like Horatio Sands. I personally like love Horatio Sands. So now I look at him and I find him like likable. When he when he held the guy's hand, I was like, he there's I mean, I know he gets people. Ki- I know he's bad. I know. <laughs> yeah. it, But he looks like a baby. Yeah, he looks like a he's like a t- he looks big like grown a toddler. Baby. He's been smiling so much more. And once you told me last week, I go, oh, he's probably happy because he's lost a few pounds. Everybody <laughs> gets happy when they lost. But I can't I can't deal with him looking like at all cute. It's like when Anthony Atamnik made me like, makes Trump likable. I have to stay I know, away I from Anthony. That he would- I burped and said Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that he, he, uh, maybe, I don't mean, I don't know. I don't even know. But I know that he got, he went to college in like China or something. Or no, he went to college in Sweden or or Sweden, that's right. Or no, Switzerland, Switzerland, Switzerland. He's not, he know he's smarter than we think he is. And he knows better. He just, I don't know. Definitely obsessed with American culture. I mean, we read that. And so I think knowing that he's going to get this meeting, he's softening the hair up. Right. He's. He's lost a few pounds. He's ready to make his American debut. Yes. Yeah. And I think he might be gay. Yeah. He seems gayish. Gayish. Like maybe that's part of the problem. You know, he needs a good pounding. Oh, he needs his ass (laughs) hole rammed. Who doesn't? Girl. (laughs) Okay. Speaking of that, now it's time for a trip to the ladies room. Okay. Oh, this is the part of the show where we get to talk about ladies doing ladies off. <laughs> and here in the last couple months, we've been having a lot of meetings in the ladies room. I love having meetings in the ladies room. So I'm going to take that as a good sign. Um, I definitely think it's a good sign, even when we're talking about ladies who love torture, becoming the first female <laughs> to run the CIA. And she did get confirmed, by the way, for mm. all of you out there who didn't get the update. And um, now she's there and she's head BIC. And now that she's eight or now that she's HBIC, <laughs> I'm into it. I'm not even mad. Make them dance, Gina. I hope all your assistants are straight dudes. And I hope you make them get you coffee, pick up your fucking dry cleaning. And while you're at it, throw in a little sexual harassment. And if you're not feeling it, go home and watch Mad Men every night to get to you in the mood and remind you of how secretaries for the ages have been mm-hmm. treated and how now it's coming to you guys Todd can you come in the office please (laughs) (laughs) thank you no I just uh, wanted to look at you yeah can you bend over I dropped some papers (laughs) in the corner Todd you go file those please (laughs) yeah you always make you you always make your your secretary get you beignets oh Todd (laughs) uh can you please bring me an orange juice and a beignet please And a coffee. Hot and what coffee. Is your, what's your what's your lady's name? Marissa. 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 Um, <laughs> I, I promoted Marissa. Yep. Marissa's now your boss. So I'm going to need you to come can, in here, Todd. Can you get Marissa a beignet and then come fuck me, Todd? <laughs> I'm going to fuck you, Todd. Yeah, actually, come eat my pussy for three so. hours, Todd. <laughs> 
Uh. I'm feeling kind of masculine today, Todd. I'd like to peg you. So that's really what's going to be going on today, Todd. Thanks. Then you can do the other things, too. Well, there's about to be a lot more HBICs out there. Including Marissa, apparently. Including Marissa to hashtag me too. They're male secretaries because the primaries are happening. And with each state that goes by, more and more and more and more. And then even more women are winning, girl. They're winning, girl. It's so fucking awesome. I can't even deal. I went through my voting guide mm-hmm. and then I went ahead and went through yours <laughs> mm-hmm. because ours, our shit is next week. Right. And um, I got kind of hype going through there. So hyped. I got hyped. I know what that means. So many different <laughs> chicks in California alone. Mm-hmm. They're just going to be like all in there and the shit is about to go oh, down. It's great. Only 13 states so far have held primaries. Oregon, Idaho, Nebraska, Texas, Arkansas, Illinois, Indiana, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Kentucky, North Carolina, West Virginia, and Georgia. That's not even a lot of states. And there are already so many women who won primaries. So Nebraska has an all-female Senate race. So that means, for those that you, where I had to go, what does that mean? That means Nebraska will for sure have a female senator. Regardless, Republican, right. Democrat, at this point, we're having a conversation about ladies. We don't care. <laughs> this isn't a party conversation, okay? And it's looking like Arizona will have one, too. Um, there are only 100 senators total, which would then mean that there's 50 states. So even a handful of women replacing men. 50. Even a handful of women replacing men, even if it's just six. Good. Will make a huge difference. And we already know pretty much with Nebraska and Arizona that there's going to be two more. So Great. And four women have won nominations for governor, including a black woman in Georgia and a gay Hispanic woman in Texas of all places. Yeah. Gay Hispanic check in Texas as governor. That's fucking that's crazy. Makes me want to like punch a <laughs> dog in the face. It's so good. That gets me hyped. Yeah. Hype. <laughs> but the real shift that will make the most difference is in the House of Representatives. So that's what we're really going to talk about here. Okay. There are 450 members of the House and each state has like varying numbers based on their population. Like I swear to God, California has like 27. <laughs> there are like and don't forget Devin Nunez because he's bugging on from here. Probably Ugh. Bakersfield or something. So these are the people that we elect to go to Washington and represent us. Right. And going by that logic, if we are, half those motherfuckers should be women. And there's 450, and right now there's 84 women. You, Who do they represent? Wow. Who do they represent? They don't represent us. I guess men get represented in Washington. Well, we know that's true. We know that is true. But hopefully this year we're going to add some serious numbers and not just any numbers, but good, solid, latest citizens who aren't yet corrupt, who are idealistic and fresh, and remember what it's like to be a regular person with regular concerns like healthcare and potholes and GMO food and schools and taxes. Yeah, there's... Oh, did you hear? I mean, I heard. I think it's like Lupe. I can't remember what her name is from Texas. She That's what she said. She's like... I can deal with health I have no one, you know, she said all those things. She's literally said all those things. So of the the women in just these 13 states, we're not talking about anything else. Mm. Um, 72 um, of the, th- there's 72 women nominees. Okay, so there's 72 female nominees in 66 districts, okay? Yes. Of these 13 states. Right. Which means in six districts, a woman wins no matter what. So we've That's already awesome. got six right there. Great. But... Of the 72 nominees, 45 of these girls have never held public office. So they will go in there and be like, I'm sorry, but the fact that my street is crumbling and no one's fixing it, I'm not really ready to like find out who we want to give the weapons, um, you know, contract to. Right. Like they're going in um, wanting to help until they're bought off. Yeah. With regular concerns. Yeah. You know, regular people concerns. And I think that women 
aren't as most women aren't as materialistic as me or as corrupt <laughs> so i'm hoping that they can't and won't be bought off and mm. maybe they'll allow themselves to be bought off on issues that they don't really care about but uh-huh. on but on issues that they do then hopefully they stand strong and hopefully that those will be things that matter and make a difference and if women get in there i mean for me i think the thing that's going to make the biggest difference and without really knowing anything about anything is is schools i just think our mm-hmm. our our youth mm-hmm. are not being educated right and you have to think that most of them are mothers so that's going to be a real priority for them right most of them probably are mothers but even if they're not they're still i'm not a mother and i care about schools it's like women that's just true. women have a better they're more sensitive they're more thoughtful i mean no offense but they're just better so <laughs> you know i mean like and if you want something dumb right get a motherfucking woman to do it okay i mean with all due to all the three straight men who are listening <laughs> with all due hey with all due with all due with so, all due with all due. and you might think okay it's women from you know just like new york and california or something in certain like evolved enlightened areas that's not true i would never call texas enlightened and they've clearly got a gay woman yeah so that's that's just governor but it's all different areas it's like affluent conservative areas right. it's, it's like you know poor urban areas it's real rural like country like all across the board women were like coming out of the woodworks and it's it's pretty fucking like exciting I hope that they go in and they don't disappoint us. I want to go in hopeful. <laughs> what do you mean? I want to. Well, you if know, they sometimes win or I, if they don't. What do you mean? No, just, if they win okay. and they go in and like, you know, you want to. There's a thing that I always feel like, uh, you know, because, you know, I'm obviously like think women are great and better and blah, 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 blah. But then I think, oh, God, it's going to be like, but what if they go in and they're all corrupt and they're all just as terrible and they're I all don't think, awful? I, first of all, I think that's terrible. true. I mean, you there, are, I mean? there are terrible women. Yeah, no, there are. But I think it and takes Trump a while, them. quite a while for people to get corrupt. And I think that that's why career politicians, you know, in the past have been gross and people like gravitated to Donald Trump because of that. And then what it turned right. out was that you know, of course, we don't want a bunch of fucking luddites in there that don't know what the fuck they're doing also, because you need to know. But, you know, I mean, I don't think it's fucking rocket science, but <laughs> it's like there's voting on things. It's not. But um, and there's also enough seniority people in there who do know what they're right. doing to lead them. But right. it takes a while to, you I, know, start stealing coffee money at, the, at your restaurant <laughs> job. I didn't just assuming- I didn't just show up at my restaurant job and start stealing the cash. It took right. me like at least a year to start right. doing that. And I'm assuming they're going into it because of. Because they want to go make a change. Yeah. For and, real. And you only start, obviously, also start, like, doing shady shit because you realize that it's the only way to get something done or you're not right. getting paid enough. And, right. And that's all. And there's, and speaking from experience, and I do have it, there are plenty of ways to, to get paid in a shady, shady way mm-hmm. and still do the right thing. You right. know what I mean? That's so, true. So hopefully they find that That's sweet true. spot. That's true. And hopefully they're like Heather McGee. You know what I mean? Exactly. And they're not like that. Exactly. So Make us proud, ladies. It's not like likely that 51 of these women will win or even 15. But lots of people who are in the house now lost once before they finally got it. So many of these girls will come back in 2020 and make it happen then if they don't win. So mm-hmm. 2020 is two years away. Oh, my God. And if my aging is any indication, wow. that'll be right around the corner. My, wow. my my life and time can't wait for me to get older. <laughs> it loves me getting older. Oh, please. 
Well, now it's time to check in with a lady judge that no one ever voted for, <laughs> Judge Julie. sit and do whatever <laughs> Woo! welcome to court um i want to thank you all for coming into the courtroom today i understand today's judgments are gonna be a real doozies <laughs> yeah now from what i can tell um i i, I now i want to i want to let the court know that i understand that this is just one um, session of judging within a many sessions of judging of this actual topic, which I think is going to be happening a lot. Right, Bailiff Brandy? Correct. You know what I'm saying. So um, I just want to say that. Now, as we head into many electoral primaries, we've been inundated with many, many, many ads. If you live on either coast, you're probably not really paying attention to those ads as they probably seem like white cheesy noise that you just look at for a second, see who's uglier than the last and keep it moving. But in my courtroom today, I am looking at four offenders. Four. Two conservatives and two liberals. Now, sometimes in, my, sometimes in my courtroom, we are faced with the most egregious and heinous criminals and really the worst of the worst of humanity. But today, looks like what we have on the docket is a little bit of a buffet. We got a spectrum going on, Bailiff Brandy, a spectrum. And I've decided I don't want to be the only judge, so I've decided to anoint you a judge today, too. And now, as you all know, when you come into my courtroom, you are guilty until proven innocent. <laughs> and no one has ever been innocent, because basically every piece of shit who has come through these walls has been guilty of something, and today is no different. Now, in fairness, today we will be judging Democrats and Republicans. Even. Fun. So we're going to... And here's what's going to happen. We're going to hear four campaign ads that you will not fucking believe. So we're judging campaign ads. Yes, we are. Okay. These ads are so insane. We had to arrest them and get them in this courtroom. And if it were up to me, they would rot in jail forever. Death penalty. That's right. Now, I'd like to start with two ads for the gubernatorial campaign in Georgia. Gubernatorial. Gubernatorial. I think. Gubernatorial. Yeah. Gubernatorial. Goob. Gubernatorial campaign in Georgia. As we know, our hero and hope, Stacey Abrams, won the candidacy for the Democrats. And now a bunch of redneck, beyond scary dirt people are running against her. These are the two worst. And if either of these guys wins anything, I'm going to spend a day overeating and crime masturbating. Let's play this first prince of the man of the people. This is Brian Kemp. He is currently the secretary of state of Georgia. And is he the Republican nominee for governor? He is a candidate for the nominee. So, but they already had their primaries. The primary to get the Democrat, but oh. they still haven't gotten the Republican okay. yet. So these are people who are trying to become the Republican candidate. Okay. Now, Brian Kemp, this guy is already in office in Georgia. He's the Secretary of State of Georgia. This person. Okay? Okay, hold on. This is his ad. I'm Brian Kemp. I'm so conservative. <laughs> I blow up government spending. <laughs> I own guns that no one's taking away. My chainsaw's ready to rip up some regulations. <laughs> I got a big truck. 
just in case I need to round up criminal illegals and take them home myself. Yep, I just said that. I'm Brian Kemp. If you want a politically incorrect conservative, that's me. So he might be involved in a runoff. Is that the deal? He was disgusting. <laughs> I mean... Okay, I have a big truck too, okay? But I have a big truck to make myself feel smaller because I feel like an obese monster. It's you, like when people have big hair. Th- which I also <laughs> will have, and that also makes me feel fat. But you have a big truck because you think your penis is tiny. You've never found one clint in your life. You've definitely sucked a dick, though, through a wall, which is really probably the best thing you ever did in your life. And you know for a fact that your wife is miserable and she spends her night sweet-talking her vibrator and wishing it would come alive like Pinocchio. You are a loser. You are a coward and a moron. If I had my way with you, I would send you to gay school for four years and sick a pack of deers on you for the revenge of the thousands of animals you've definitely killed. Oh, that'd be fun if deers attacked him. Oh, that'd like be a Tommy amazing. Boy. I'm conservative. <laughs> Dumb fucking idiot. And then you're I mean, a redneck is what you are. You're a fucking hillbilly. I have a big truck. So if I need to round up illegals to take them back myself, like, and by the way, George is not crawling with illegal immigrants. And when he had the, when you had your gun, Mr. Kemp, he's surrounded by I don't I couldn't even count how many guns he had in Ugh, his, and you know behind Hey, him. Mr. Kemp, how was um old your great 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 grandfather Nathaniel Kemp who used to string human beings into trees, you fucking piece of shit. Exactly. Fucking asshole. You are the worst kind of offender because you're so stupid and but so confident. You are the reason Holocaust happened. He's literally the kind of person. Um, yes. The, you know. Right, yes. yes. Right. Yes. 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 Exactly. <laughs> I sentence you to be shot into space and I will allow people to shoot at you as you go. That's oh, what nice. I would like to see. You know what He's I mean? He's being shot out of a cannon into <laughs> yes. space and we're shooting at him like we're like skeet shooting. Yeah. Like, like it's like I'm going to go like it's literally going to go pull <laughs> and yeah. then you can shoot at him. Yeah. As he's going That'd into be fun. space. I, I mean, it's you can't even. This is and it's real. It's not a sketch. This is real. This is happening. It's all because of Trump. Trump made this type of like rhetoric fine. Now let's move on to dipshit number two and oh. beyond fucktardio. Oh. This next guy, Michael Williams. I'd like to play this ad. I now. wonder if he made it to the runoff. Okay, let's hear it. And this is okay. Hi, I'm Michael Williams, and boy, do we have some exciting news to you. We have to our bus tour ready to go, but it's not going to be one of those pansy political bus tours. Mm. We've got the deportation bus. That's right. You heard me. The Michael Williams deportation bus. If you want to find out where we're coming, go to deportationbus.com. We're going to implement my 287G deportation plan that's going to fill this bus with illegals to send them back to where they came that from. Is... We're not just going to track them and watch them roam around our state. We're going to put them on this bus and send them home. Go to deportationbus.com and find out where we're going to be. Oh. See you there. My God. That is one of the most horrifying things I have ever yep. heard. Uh, the bus literally... If you're as tired as I am with politicians that do nothing but talk, and you want to see this bus filled with illegals, vote Michael Williams on May 22nd. On the back of the bus, <clears throat> I want you to know that it says, um, follow me to Mexico. I want you to know that it also uh, says danger, murderers, rapists, kidnappers, child molesters, and other criminals on board. Stay back a thousand feet. That's the most disgusting, awful. Yeah. B- yeah. Go like, ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, 
example of humanity that I've ever heard. Mm -hmm. And I, again, think it's hilarious that like the term illegal immigrant, like what are you so offended by that they broke the law to come in the country? The president of the United States breaks the law. He embezzles money. He launders money. His wife broke the law (laughs) in order to become a citizen. His wife, our first lady, our first lady, who we love, Melania. Yeah. She got an Einstein visa to be here. You know what that is? An Einstein visa is for people who... I think I can figure it out. Okay. <laughs> she has that which for is being what, a model. Which is what Eastern European models, quote unquote, That's high right. class hookers get that to come That is correct. Here. That's right. So you want to fucking talk about deportation? Now, I don't know which is worse with you, Michael Williams. The fact that you have a deportation bus or the fact that you called other buses pansy. This shows how homophobic and, again, how homosexual you are. I want everyone who's listening to understand something. When I say these people are homosexual, this is not an insult to homosexuals. This is to say they are so homophobic because they themselves are homosexuals, which makes them, in turn, internally against their own selves and then turn against logic, rational thinking, love and humanity, good feelings, openness, morality, and ethics. The other crime... Now, just so you understand that, which is also why you're sexist, too. The (laughs) other crime you're indicted of, you fucking twit, is saying illegal aliens. This term is so egregious and outdated and gross, it needs to go live with the other words that belong in 1945, including Juden, Hebe, and get onto the train, you're going to the showers, Jew. That's how you sound, asshole. If you think or you get excited about putting human beings on a bus, filling a bus with human beings to be sent out of here you and, and michael William- labeling it with rapists and murderers yeah. and you probably have like a woman with her like four kids sitting on there exactly you and michael williams oh, should be God. and anyone who likes that you i'm saying to you and michael williams should be sentenced to live in mexico on a commune where you're forced to speak spanish and as an added bonus of torture for your sorry ass you won't be allowed to watch sports ever again and i know that'll hurt you because more you want to watch more than anything else is to watch a bunch of men tackle each other because you're gay i mean you want to okay okay all right it's just that is so gross i don't even understand people living in georgia all of you people that are like you know living fighting the good fight and living in the middle of this country and it's like we can be in a bubble out here on the on the edges and it gets whack out here too but people who are living in the middle and really trying to like be an example Mm -hmm. and live in these environments like that that there's plenty of gay plenty of gay people living in georgia yeah and probably like immigrants and like to have to see that on tv even just in passing like that is so just it's i mean there's no words to imagine little kids seeing that it's just the way that stuff just it it influences little kids so much yeah i mean that alone should say and by the way it's probably not even legal what is he a bounty hunter you can't just go round up (laughs) people people. and take them what are you kidnapper i mean go ahead and arrest you for kidnapping then and you're gonna and what are you gonna do it all in one hour (laughs) are you gonna have people live on the bus while you try and find other people on i mean it's so and then when you walk up to someone are you gonna be like can i see your id and they're gonna be like who are you exactly no you're not in nazi germany yeah show me your papers no no why don't you fuck off right how about that why don't you show me your thimble dick (laughs) loser i can't you can't because i'll never see it yeah without a magnifying glass all right those are the conservatives okay now as much as we love our liberals and our democrats i want to say to the gentlemen that are in the uh, courtroom today 
I just need to play it. Yeah, okay. Because we will... have to hurry anyway. Okay, okay. So this is um, Dan Helmer. Here you go, Congresswoman Comstock. Hey, Dan. Isn't that Congresswoman Comstock back there at the bar? They're in a bar. Sure is. That you can't get her to hold a town hall. Town hall? Do you want better than that? They're he's, acting. He's wearing a shirt that says We've veteran. That he also drove up on a motorcycle no, with a bomber jacket like Top Gun. This is a Top Gun theme, and that's why he's going to sing <clears throat> this. You never, never close hold your town halls anymore with constituents. Land <laughs> oh. Parenthood. And Obamacare <laughs> you voted against. I'm not going to say it's You're not effective. You're trying hard not to show it. But Barbara, Barbara, you know it. He does kind of look like Tom Cruise. <laughs> There's a Les in the front. He's like, throw the Les in the front. you've been right-wing appealing. We've lost that loving feeling. Now the extras. Gone, 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 gone. You've got to go. Oh my god. I gotta be honest, I'm not really mad at the Democrat one. Nice work, Dan. Thanks, Maverick. This is like the kind of acting we do. We could have done this. I'm Dan Helmer. I approve of town like, halls, bad singing, and this message. I'm Dan Helmer. I kind of look like Tom Cruise. That's why we thought Democrat of this commercial. Dan Helmer is running for Congress. Oh, hold on. What okay, town? So that's in Virginia. Oh, Virginia. And um, you know what, Dan? I'm not even mad at your your attempts. Okay. I'm mad. So, I'm, I got it. I don't think Dan, as a, as the bailiff judge, I don't think yeah. Dan. I think he could get probation. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I want to say that I want. I, I want to like you, Dan. Obviously, we want to like you. We want we're we're with you. We want and we're we need to vote for you. And I understand you want to be like Top Gun. I really do. Wants, I do too. She wants to appeal. Yeah, you sure do. I, We've been Top Gun for Halloween. Me and you. I wish I was Tom Cruise. I wish all that. But like the ad is tragic, Dan. It's tragic. Okay. <laughs> like I don't know what to tell you, bud. Like it's just cheesy. Like I've I, seen I've seen seventeen year olds like of all races come out of a pool and be like hey guy do you like a 17 year old because we love to have fun and party you know those commercials that come on uh, at like 11 yes, not even late and yes. you're like I'm innocently trying to watch yes, Comedy Central yes. and I don't need you like three girls out by a pool like I'm barely legal and I love having fun it's like that's better than this thing this thing looks like yes. in your box office is better than this Dan I mean, Helmer commercial hi Dan that's Congressman Comstock. I mean, so, I mean, I don't, li- listen, I don't, you know, I know these ads have to be cheesy. I know they have to catch your ca- eye. And they know that no- these ads cannot be in any way pushing the envelope. How could and- they have gotten the rights to that song? That song's not free. I don't know. I know it's a million years old. I don't know. But I think that what the court wants to do is help you make a new commercial. You know what I mean? I think that's what we really need to do. And I thought maybe my idea would be perhaps to get real Top Guns. Like real, the real ones. That's a good. So veterans in the actual ones who are in it now. Yes, and win the flight suits on the actual thing with the planes, and they can talk about you, and it would be so much cooler because they would be the real guys, and you could stand there with them in the outfit, and you could feel cool because I think he's also a veteran. So he was wearing then, a T-shirt that said veteran yeah, on it. So you can like he walk must have been. All, in, he was probably he in was, Force. Probably was. You could like walk all among them and be cool, and you can even have them like do the. You can have them do the singing. You know, actually, no singing. How about <laughs> and then they fly you up in a Top Gun plane, and in skywriting they write like Dan Helmer 
for Congress. And then you could like give a thumbs up or whatever. And just like, you know, it's still cheesy. What did the guy Carter do in in wherever the hell that was? Pennsylvania. He didn't do anything like that. You're good looking enough, Dan. You don't need any of these hokey things. No, it's just. uh, I'm going to do probation and a fine. Yeah, because we still love you. Now, I want to play this next one because basically what this next one is, is actually an example to the court of what you should be doing. This is a real campaign ad, a real, real, real campaign ad. I want you to listen closely, okay? Okay. Fuck the NRA. (laughs) Their pro-gun policies have resulted in dead children, dead mothers, and dead fathers. I'm Pat Davis, and I approve this message because if Congress won't change our gun laws, we're changing Congress. Can I tell you what that's offends it. can I tell you what offends that's, me about it? That's what? That the only people who've been killed by guns are children, fathers, oh, and mothers. Well, right. And there's plenty of people who've been killed by guns who aren't fathers or mothers. That's also so very it's like, true. you know what, Dan, is that his name? Pat. <laughs> you know Pat? Was a news name like Dan. <laughs> Other people exist mm. besides people with offspring. That's true. That's true. That is very, very true. Very good point. So they for that, being, he gets parole. Democrats love being self-righteous like that, though. Or I guess all people do. <clears throat> that is very true. All parents true. do. That's very true. That was a good thing you picked up on, Judge Brandy. Because <laughs> um, I didn't even hear any of that. Oh, all you heard, heard was, was fuck, fuck the, the NRA. NRA. <laughs> well, so. I'm fine with that, obviously. He could have said, fuck, 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 the That's, NRA. Yeah. Bye, girl. And I would have said, well, voting for you. <laughs> so... Now, if uh, all of our defendants could please stand, my final judgment is, uh, though the Democrat shit can be embarrassing and just, like, cringeworthy, they're at least trying to do good. You can feel even through listening, they have a pleasant and good feeling. Even that guy saying, fuck the NRA, had a pleasant demeanor about him. And a feeling that doesn't scare you. So I'll take their deeply cheese, dork corn all day (laughs) long, and all we can hope is that perhaps the court can help a little in, you know, making it a little less corn. But there's worse things in the world. For example, conservatives, you suck. You're stuck in a handmaid's tale longing for society. And had you lived in Nazi Germany, you'd all be Nazis. You're lemmings and you believe not in God, but in fear. You're God that you flaunt around so much. And your morality and your guns and your deportation bus and your big truck are all just lies. You're sad, pathetic, lost losers who, to be honest, I don't know that there's much rehabilitation for. I wish there to be an Israel for you, an island or a land that can all be your own. Just conservatives with your guns and your God and your fear. And you can keep everyone out and fuck each other and kill each other and never know real love or compassion or trust or honor or respect and continue to just be terrible sexually and selfish (laughs) and just leave the rest of us alone. We don't want you. You know who the real illegal aliens are? You conservatives you are the scourge of the world and the fact that we're still in this courtroom dealing with your shit is fucking pathetic and we're sick of you god we're so sick of you (laughs) that's my judgment now um before we leave i would like to play one more ad this is the court's ad okay (laughs) (laughs) is that bert (laughs) our ad is pretty Mm -hmm. thank you Hi, my name is Julie Goldman, lesbian, Jewish atheist, and overweight. We've been hearing a lot about Americans being killed or raped by undocumented immigrants. It's pretty bad, right? Well, what we haven't heard are all of the Americans killed by other Americans, mostly men. 
There are so many already just in 2018 alone that we had to make 5,000 ads. So here's ad number one of Americans, mostly men, who have killed Americans. Santa Fe, Texas, May 19th, 2018. An American student shot and killed the following other Americans. Aaron Kyle McLeod, Angelique Ramirez, Chris Stone, Jared Conrad Black, Kimberly Jessica Vaughn, Shanna Fisher, Christian Garcia, and Sabika Sheik, all gunned down by an American. So let's remember, Americans kill more Americans than any other outside group, and men kill and rape more people <laughs> than any immigrant has ever immigrated to any country at any time ever in history. This ad is paid for by people who have a brain, are tired of using immigrants as scapegoats, want men to take responsibility for their absolute failure of self-control, and aren't utter fucking weak-minded zealots. Oh, our ad is beautiful, girl. <laughs> That's our ad. It's <laughs> great. I think it's it is. I think it really shows you know just America for just being America. You know yeah, I, mean? I think it was really, really, really good. <laughs> I like the group that um, paid for the ad too. <laughs> I'm glad we're members of that group. Yeah. Um, okay, now it's time for um, just the t t t t tip of the iceberg. Oh. Okay, so we wouldn't normally talk about football or the internal drama going on with the players and the owners, but hence the name of this segment, the football issue is really just the tip of the iceberg. So everyone should remember last year when Colin Kaepernick kneeled during the national anthem in support of Black Lives Matter. Colin Kaepernick was a quarterback for the 49ers, and he was good. He got the 49ers all the way to the Super Bowl. Now, he lost the Super Bowl, and because of President Trump, he lost his entire career, career <laughs> like, for real. Like, he's done. He doesn't even, he's not even on a team. He's not? No. So, at the time, Kaepernick said, quote, I'm not going to stand up to show pride in a flag for a country that oppresses black people and people of color. To me, this is bigger than football, and it would be selfish on my part to look the other way. There are bodies in the street and people getting paid leave and getting away with mur murder. People, a.k.a. police officers, right. getting paid leave right. and getting away with murder. Now, that's just a straight-up fact. That is a straight-up fact. And <clears throat> he's probably going to run for office, right? He's a little too ugly, too, but... I mean, he's, he's not a I don't think you need to be in front of him. I don't think he would be even fired if he wasn't so ugly. Anyway, go on. Um, <laughs> after a few other players started kneeling, too, Trump said during a televised rally that NFL owners should fire any player who disrespects the flag. So then that caused a ton of players to start kneeling. Whole teams would lock arms and kneel during the anthem. Then all the players on the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Seattle Seahawks, and the Tennessee Titans stayed in the locker room during the national anthem. Okay, then America's biggest hypocrite asshole, Mike Pence, <laughs> left a game right after the players knelt during the anthem. So it's like a picture of him showing. All right, he went there to leave. Yeah. Right? So it said, and Trump tweeted, I asked VP Mike Pence to leave stadium if any players kneel, disrespecting our country. I am proud of him and second lady Karen. Who knew they called her the second lady? I didn't realize that. What? They should call her the second mother. This started a month-long campaign where Trump would not shut the fuck up about the players <laughs> kneeling in protest, tweeting shit like, at least 24 players kneeling this weekend at NFL stadiums that are now having a very hard time filling up. The American public is fed up with the disrespect the NFL is paying to our country, our flag and our national anthem, weak and out of control. Mm. So, all right. Mm. Because the whole kneeling thing started about Black Lives Matter and because Russian bots started and this is true the bad blood by 
planting fake stories about Black Lives Matter during the election in order to racially divide and cause dissension in America. When Trump tweets shit to his idiotic fan base (laughs) about how players kneeling is causing the NFL to suffer, like the actual brand and business of football to suffer, it riles up all his redneck voters and makes them paranoid that they're going to lose their precious football games. And who do they blame? Black people. Not only was the protest about Black Lives Matter, but the NFL is 70% black. So that means 70% of the people kneeling are black. And that means when he says kneeling is making football go away, they're blaming black people. And it was... And he kept doing it and he kept doing it. He wouldn't stop that. That month alone was like November. He did like eight tweets about the NFL and the kneeling. Uh, Oh, my God. That's why this issue is the tip of the iceberg, because he's a fucking race baiter with a nonstop propaganda machine. Twitter. Imagine if Hitler had Twitter. The Holocaust would probably still be going on. That's true. He would have been able to have 24 hours a day access to mind control, ignorant meetups. It's true. true. It's like Hitler had to make fucking billboards and posters and, and go movies. out and have his soldiers go but fine they would make these movies but yeah. then somebody would have to then go to watch the movies it's like this guy is is it's propaganda it's not true the nfl right. was already suffering because of the stupid fucking will smith concussion disease uh, that oj had right, right. it's it, the people don't want their kids getting playing football in high school anymore because they're getting it's really really dangerous it's really really hard on you a lot of like and i know it's the most of the people who watch the NFL are, are white people. It's like they're they're like their actual fan base is it's the same. It's like 70 percent white. Mm. I would say like NBA is more like 70, 70 percent black or whatever. So it was already suffering. But this constant propaganda and it's it's race baiting and division and like and he does it fucking constantly. And it's insidious and gross. I mean, it's it's honestly like that's why this people think it's like to you and I because we don't care about. NFL it seems like a not an issue but it is an issue because when he's constantly doing this it's it's causing a racial divide that was already there because of the election and right so fast forward six months later and the NFL announced this week that they will find any team with a player that kneels during the anthem the players can remain in the locker room but if they kneel in front of the cameras the team gets fined and Trump is so happy that the owners got together and made the rule he literally said in an interview this week that um, he doesn't think people who kneel during the anthem should be allowed to stay in the U.S. Yes, he did say that. He said maybe they should leave the country. Yeah. Maybe they should leave the country. Because it's that old thing and conservatives do it all the time where they weaponize patriotism. That's like the, right. the thing. It's like you take, you say someone's not patriotic, that they're right. not a patriot. And it's like. And th- what is that? And what? Why is the national anthem being played in a football game at all? Why is the national anthem, national anthem being played Anywhere but at a military funeral or something that's po- political. Why I don't. Yeah, like the Fourth of July or something. I, I don't. I honestly do not understand why at any sporting game any anthem is being played. I don't want to fucking hear it. I don't want to stand up. I don't want to watch them do it. And by the way, no one does. You're like literally getting a fucking. Me and Julie are like getting three beers, and they're like, you can only get two at a time. And I'm like, our other friend is over there, and like, we'll bring him over. And I'm like. He's sleeping. I right. mean, and we're trying to pretend <laughs> we have more people with us. So we can double. Why fist. isn't there like a football song? Why isn't there literally like a football lag? It's time we're gonna play some football, yo. <laughs> no, you know what I mean? Yeah, they do. Why aren't they, they have doing that, that Monday night football song? But. Yeah, well, they should. It should only be that song right before the game. Like we're gonna get rough. We're gonna get crazy. It's football time. God, you tired. Yeah, they're acting that like doesn't it's the show your. I pay. It's you not know, the Olympics. We're not going to compete against other, other countries. countries. Yeah, we're all in the same country. So, like, who, why, don't, you know what, 
these fucking NFL owners and these people have no fucking balls. They have no spine. They have no integrity. Why aren't they fighting back and saying, oh, and they you lo- know, well, we they, don't, they, they we're not going to play the national anthem at our game at all. How about that? Well, they loved having a spine when they told Trump he couldn't buy a team. Oh, that's right. So is it a law that you have to play the national anthem at a game? I don't know. That can't be an actual law, but they yeah, probably well, make that the, the, the board or whatever. They but, should remove it entirely. If they had any fucking integrity at all, they would remove it from the game entirely. That I'd like to see. That would be amazing. So now it's becoming like a free speech issue. That's what that's what everyone's glomming onto, like a lot of like liberals or just yes. people. But it isn't really, to me, the reason that, that Julie and I are doing it now is it isn't about free speech. It's about, for me, it's about Trump race baiting his, his fan base and yeah. his followers and his voters and... And it's such a big issue and it's so, so, so important. I'm not even saying it lightly like, oh, this is how it starts. And he first he, you know, he demonizes the press and makes people not trust the press and all this stuff. But to sit and constantly rev up this, these (sighs) racial tensions, like it's not good. We had come so, 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 so far. And even if the only thing we came far was that Obama got elected and all the racists had to shut the fuck up (laughs) and, and pretend they're not racist because that's what human decency requires. Right. Or all the homophobes. You have to make people stop being able to say these words it just has to become a thing that it's just uncool to say them and he's made it back cool he's taken us back like i mean over a decade in my opinion like at least i never heard ads like that i lived in texas and i never heard ads like that so i mean the fact that they so they think it's free speech so the funny thing is again the conservatives are being hypocrites and i'm gonna say again (laughs) because their their whole thing with free speech they they've become these free speech like paragons because Ann Coulter or Milo Yiannopoulos and all these people are like when they go to college campuses they're booed and right right they're being censored they can't think their yeah. thoughts they can't say what they and want then, and so then O'Reilly right. and all these other assholes want to be like oh the special snowflakes they can't right. hear an opinion that's different right. than their own right they don't like and we have to dance around these special snowflakes and they're so sensitive and it's like well who's being a special snowflake now yeah exactly who who I'm sorry I didn't realize you that old Jim Bob, while his beer belly what? gut was getting a beer, was so concerned about the national anthem that he doesn't even right. know the words to. Why aren't those men standing for the national anthem? I can't. Oh, I feel sad. I feel hurt. Really? That has nothing to do with you. You know what? You know what? How you know when someone um is a patriot when they pay their taxes, when they are just living exactly. here. Who cares? Exactly. It's got nothing to do with you. Who cares if they? Everyone, uh, people in their fucking nationalism and their patriotism, it's so dumb. Especially when they never even, are, they're not even veterans. The only people who can possibly say one word is are a veteran. So if you want to complain, then you can walk up and show me your veteran card. I don't even know if they get a veteran card. But the bottom line <laughs> is he's starting a culture war and it is just the tip of the iceberg. And we're all just victims of it. And right. it's like, it's got to stop. Like he but should also- be not be allowed to be on Twitter. They should just take his Twitter account away. Twitter should take it away. <sighs> Twitter should take it away. They fucking shut down... For a lot less. I've had mine thing shut down for a week for a whole lot less. Yeah, for showing a fucking man's vagina, I got <laughs> shut down. But meanwhile, fucking Trump can go on. And, and it's just like, whether you love the country or not, it doesn't matter. You're not, you don't have to do that. It's not I don't law. need to defend my love of anything to you. Yeah, that's like saying, oh, you don't want to put your hand on the Bible at the football game. And you're like, no, I don't no. believe in the Bible. Sorry, that doesn't make me a patriot. Okay, now it's time for So There's That.
All right, so this is a part of the show where I give Julie the task of finding a positive thing in all the insane negative shit that's happening. Sometimes it feels like we're living in a pressure cooker and any day now the lid is going to pop off. Pop off, son. (laughs) So even though Julie hates doing it, it really is an important part of the show. And it's also, let's be real, one less thing that I have to do. So (laughs) meow, meow. Tell us what your so there's that is for this week. Well, um, okay. So on my travels this last two weeks, I ended up watching two things. Uh Uh-huh. Like like binge watching. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Krypton. (laughs) Who's who? Who could? What is it? A movie about Superman and, and Kryptonite and mm-hmm. I so <laughs> I watch. I love your reaction to that. It's so good. Um, yes, it's a Genesis of Superman show on mm-hmm. Sci-Fi, and because um, I have to watch Sci-Fi when I travel, or I'll get very scared. So plus, the men on those shows are so faggy, and they're just so easy to imagine. They're beautiful androgynous lesbians. So you know, you know what I mean. Yes, you're you're so gay that now you have to just you're back to liking men that look like women, rather or not liking them but imagining I'm them, you or know what ima- I mean? yeah, or imagining that they are lesbians. <laughs> yeah, I have to imagine they're lesbians, or I can't. Yeah. I have to. I need something to hold on to. So, you know, it's it's like that. I get very lonely. Now, on the the other thing I watched is Handmaid's Tale. Now, <clears throat> I kept meaning to watch it, and I tried a few times, but I could never ever get past literally the first five minutes. I mean, I couldn't. Well, Pam's couldn't. theory is you watch the first two episodes, and even yes. if the first two are torture, yes. to see if you really the hate it. The first five minutes are torture, <laughs> but like real torture, because it's so awful. It's just so brutal and terrifying and horrible. But I finally made it through, and oh my fucking God. Watching that show is like watching a documentary about Mike Pence's dreams and religion, self-hating women, people who are dumb but are clever and have figured out how to control the minds of the even weaker and the even self-hatier. Okay? So, I mean, the show is probably not the best for me to watch right now because the rage I feel at the moment is on a new level. Now, upon watching these things, I'm also watching the news. So imagine being in a hotel room stressed out watching The Handmaid's Tale and the news. And I swear to God, I can't tell which one is real and which one is fake. The depth of hopelessness hopelessness and my desire to live on an island with a woman and all animals seems to be floating further and further away. But this week, something miraculous happened and I was stopped in my tracks. Last week, during Pennsylvania's primary elections, eight women won their House races, seven of them Democrat and three backed by Emily's list. And then it happened again with the crucial win of Georgia Stacey Abrams, who won her primary gubernatorial race, making her a step closer to becoming the country's very first black female governor. I found Emily's list. (laughs) Oh, my fucking God. Quote. Now, I'll get to that in a second. But quote, Pennsylvania is an interesting case in that it's the largest state with no women in their federal delegation. Christina Reynolds, vice president of communications at Emily's List, told L.com. They have 18 members of Congress, two senators, and zero women. Wow, that's crazy. The organization is looking to women like Houlihan or Pennsylvania's Madeline Dean, who won her primary in the state's fourth district. Reynolds also mentions Gina Ortiz-Jones, a first-time candidate in Texas, who won the Democratic nomination for a U.S. House seat. Kelly Dittmar, a political scientist at the Center for American Women in Politics, told The Guardian, we're really hopeful that we'll see gains for women in November, but we're being careful about the extent to which this wave of women running will translate into a tsunami of women winning in November. Now, beyond this little hopeful light, I want everyone listening to go to Emily's List. They don't advertise with us. They don't know we exist. I'm really saying this because I went to them and I... I shed a tear because it was so inspiring. I urge you to go. Not only can you see every woman who is running in your district, but that site will inspire you to want to run. 
I literally went through a whole litmus test of what you can run for. Yeah, and they, that's why so many people are running who have no, because of Emily's list, it's, who have never held political office. Uh, they, they teach you how. They take they you through. They literally yeah. teach you how. You check a box. Do you just want yes. to support women or do right. you want to be a candidate? Yep. And then you go. They make you feel like it's not all lost and that we have every reason to feel hopeful and inspired and energized and that each and every one of us counts. And not only that if we want to run, no matter what level or background or education, they have offered up online tools for you to go research and to learn. So with the little wins that we're experiencing in political, in politics and in rape, and not just as women, but as people who believe in actual ethics and morality and equality, I just want to say to us, to my own self, that it's not hopeless, that we're seeing actual change. It's small and it's inch by inch and it's covering a lot of ground. And whether you want to run or you want to vote, that we need to vote. If we physically do one or both or the other, we will make the change that we want to see. So there's that. So that's it for this episode of Dumb Gay Politics. Yep. Another day, another no dollars. <laughs> but our Patreon podcast is open for business and accepting all your dollars right now. Woo-hoo! Go to www.patreon.com slash dumbgaypolitics to join our franly. <laughs> our franly. It's a family of fans and friends. Franly. Nice. Our franly. I like that. That's good. And if you'd like to see me live in the upcoming weeks um you can see me june 7th and 8th at the Lori beachman theater with brad lokley in new york city and then again on june 9th i'll be in asbury park at the paradise raising money for susan g komen foundation which i think i'm not supposed to say but (laughs) (laughs) shadier and shadier you said it wrong wrong. you said planned parenthood one time and then whatever so who cares i know no one even listens to this end part like two people are still Uh, here (laughs) i'll be at seattle women's pride on june 16th as well and i am working on dates um for later in june and um so stay tuned and as always, it's been real and it's been fun. But mostly it's been gay and it's been done. Close your legs to married man, Kim Jong-un. Ka-ka, ka-ka. <laughs> <laughs>
We don't want to be any worry. Well, you got caught with a flat world. How about that? Well, babies, don't you panic. By the light of the night, it'll all seem all right. I'll get you a satanic mechanic. I'm just a sweet transvestite. From transsexual Transylvania. Stay for the night. Right. Or maybe a bite. Right. I could show you my favorite obsession. I've been making a man with blonde hair and a tan. And he's good for relieving my tension. I'm just a sweet transvestite from transsexual Transylvania. A sweet transvestite From transsexual Transylvania So, come up to the lab And see what's on the slab I see you shiver with anticipation But maybe the rain is really to blame. So I'll remove the cause. <laughs> But not the symptom. 